Yeah, good morning. Um, it's very exciting for the for the club. Um, the the ladies team kicks off their their campaign this year at six o'clock on Friday night against uh, an Auckland uh, representative team. We're very excited about it because uh, the the girls have been putting in a lot of hard work. Louisa, the coach, she's uh, doing a wonderful job, and we're very proud to have this team representing our club and. Uh, It'll be a tough competition for them, um, and where they land in that at the end of the season, we'll wait and see. But um, we're very excited about what what they can do for rugby league in New Zealand, and, and most importantly, our fans. So that women's game is that essentially a, a pre-season? Are they still building up to the start of the comp? Because I was trying to find the fixtures for that for that women's comp, which will run throughout the playoffs. So is this a, the men's playoffs? Is this a, is this a, a pre-season um, fixture for them? It is a trial game. Um, the, the competition starts in line with the um, with the semi-finals of the NRL competition. So the draw of that's not out as of yet. Ah, okay. uh, so their first game in terms of the competition will be around the first week of September. And they'll play each team once, and the top two teams will play in the grand final as a curtain raiser to the NRL grand final. So it's very exciting for the girls. And... Um, I'm really, uh, really looking forward to uh, watching their season unfold. So, Cameron, as a club, how long did you have to prepare for this? And when did you start looking for talent? And, and who were the people that helped put it all together for you? Well, we submitted back in December last year um, uh, for a licence. And it was received and accepted uh, in Feb uh, this year and, and notified in March. So, realistically... From about April onwards, we were we were set up um, to start looking for a coach and then start looking for our squad and so forth. So we started making signings from about July um, this year. So once we got Louisa, our coach, on board, she really drove every other aspect of that um, that area. So she recruited some staff to work around her. Um, she's been shopping throughout all the carnivals and the and the women's teams for the best players she can get. Um, and at the same time, uh, trying to find some new players on the way up that she she feels has got a great future. And, and, and um, they're all on board now, and she's very happy with the squad, and I'm very happy with the way they're representing the club. Now, you know, we see all sports uh, across the world where in trials or pre-seasons or, or whatever it is, you, you can get injuries uh, that, that can unfortunately derail someone there. So this Auckland team that they're playing against, are some of them perhaps over there playing for a place, you know, in, in the reserve, well, you know, like first reserve if there's an injury for the Vodafone Warriors women's team? Yeah, we have the capabilities with the rules around the competition that if they do, if our squad that we've registered incur an injury, um, that's season ending, um, we can have some people that come from outside to within uh, on the back of that unfortunate scenario occurring. So we do have that ability, which is unlike the men's team, really, but that's a completely different scenario. But um, it's look, the way that it's structured this year is probably a big learning curve for the NRL and all the clubs. Um, and, and we'll just work through it this year, and I'm sure it'll be a bigger and better competition next year. Are they going to still be called the Warriors, the women's team, or, or will they yeah. eventually get their own name? No, they will be. Uh, they fly under our banner, uh, fly under our logo. Uh, they're part of our club. Um, and, you know, they're, they're just obviously another team that uh, represent the Warriors uh, in the NRL competition. So um, I'm sure that their, their status and their profile as individuals will grow. Uh, as time goes on, and we're really keen to help them do that. 
Um, and they're, they're a fantastic bunch, and um, we've got a fantastic coach in Louisa, and we can't we couldn't be happier. So I hope they have a really good season ahead. Uh, tickets are from Ticket Tech out there for the uh, the double header that's tonight, and it is a double uh, sorry uh, Friday night, and it is a double header. Women's game kicking off there at six. Your gates open, I think, about a quarter of an hour beforehand that get you into your seats, and then of course you take on Newcastle after that. Um, it's been a it's been an up and down couple of last weekends for you as well, but I mean the the staying over uh, in Australia for the week and the build up to last week's fantastic victory that the guys had. Did 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 anyone point at that at being like a good thing to do to to stay over rather than coming coming back and heading over again? Oh, look, I think without a doubt, in hindsight, it was a great move. Um, you know, that travel does take its toll on on individuals, whether you're a player or not. Um, back and forth across the ditch, so to have the players stay um, and just freshen up, um, I, I sort of sta- I stayed on for the week with them and. The weather was amazing. So to have the guys training in sunshine, you know, 25 degrees, um, it just just made them feel happy, you know, got their heads back in the right space after an unfortunate loss to the Gold Coast and really allowed them to prepare well without the significant travel burden um, to go to Wollongong and, and take on the challenge against uh, the top four teams. So, look, our guys weren't proud of the Gold Coast. I know that, I saw that, and I heard that um, during the course of the week. But as any NRL team knows that, you know, it's such a tough competition, but we're going to be more consistent at being good. And we went there with the attitude to Wollongong, and there's no turning back now. Uh, these boys are going after what, um, you know, what the end of the season could look like. So, you know, Friday night's a big game for the club. And they're, you know, they're training hard and they're preparing very well to make sure that they can uh, certainly make our fans happy. You can win tickets to that double header shortly on Radio Sport, but Warriors CEO Cameron George with us on the show. And Cameron, you've got a, on paper anyway, a, a fairly decent run home and a straightforward run home, uh, and most of those games at home as well. Uh, but ironically, the the form at home hasn't been as good as away. What's the feeling like uh, for those last four games and of the season, and hopefully making the top four? We're focused. Um, the whole club is on and off the field to present this, you know, each of our home games on and off the field the best we can. So if we start off the field, everything's on offer here. Everyone should get in and enjoy the footy and the experience. And we look at on the field. Mate, we've got an NRL squad that's not going to make any excuse for what happens over the next four weeks. There's no reason why we can't be and should not be winning every game. We've got the quality in our team. We've got the uh, the three or the four games at home. Um, and we've just got to go after it now. There's no excuse for us. And I'm not sitting here trying to think of one. I'm thinking of us being very competitive and being very successful at the back end of this year. Cameron, uh, just to move on, um, uh, re-signing Bully, um, Isaac Luke there as well. I know his he uh, name isn't pen to paper yet. What's your feeling on that with, with how the progress is and, and how hard the, the club will push to keep him? Oh, first, it's no different to any pro process of um, you know, a player of his stature. Uh, his manager, Bruce Sharrick, is a professional uh, operator and he's working closely with the club over what the future looks like for Isaac Luke. From my own perspective, he brings two two traits to the club that we look for, and that's a you know, quality person, first and foremostly, and, a, and naturally a very, very good footy player. So uh, the club's working with his management team to, to see where that lands. Um, you know, we have a thing called the salary cap, as you know. Uh, we're going to work within that. And at the end of the day, um, you know, what's 
outcome is will be sorted out between the club and managers. So Isaac knows we've got a desire, he's got a desire, and we're working through that now. But his focus is purely on his 250th game this weekend and playing well for the Warriors. Anthony Griffin surprisingly yeah. uh, lost his job over at the Panthers uh, this week. Do the Warriors have anywhere that they might be able to fit him in or any interest in him? No, 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 mate. We, we um, look, I, I feel for any coach in that situation or any person in that situation, but uh, we, we've we just um, finalised our coaching structure for next year late last week, so we'll make an announcement on that. Uh, the person that's replacing Andrew McFadden as an assistant coach to Stephen Kearney will make that announcement over the next couple of days. Yeah. What does it rhyme with? What does the name rhyme with? Can you give us a hint? Uh, Warriors. 